Welcome to the Decorum Talking newspaper for the week ending Saturday the 26th of August 2023. Today the news is brought to you by Team 3. This is Janet and your other readers are Mary, Amanda and Brian. Andrew is the editor this week. Most of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhamsted and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442, unless stated otherwise. The headlines this week are Man aged 31 jailed and given a prison term of over 13 years, 8 months after pleading guilty. Brexit rules cost a woman a holiday. Tudor's good start is halted. These and other stories follow. Here is the news. Um. This is Mary. A woman from Bovingdon has told how she lost her £1,050 dream break because of a little-known EU rule about passport issue dates. Kirsty Hawes, 28, had booked an all-inclusive holiday to Mallorca, Spain, with her best friend through TUI. Teacher Kirsty had made sure to check her passport's expiry date, which was due to expire in March 2024, and arrived at Luton Airport on August 16th. However, she was stunned to be told she couldn't fly because her passport was issued on August 15th, 2013, 10 years and a day previously. Before Brexit, Brits could travel up to and including the expiry date on their passports, but EU regulations now mean people wanting to visit Europe need a passport which was issued within the previous 10 years. Kirsty had no idea of this rule and said it wasn't made clear when booking through TUI, although she admits it was in the small print on a confirmation email. She has been told she can't get a refund for her £1,050 holiday, but wants to make other people aware of this new rule. Kirsty wants to travel... Kirsty wants travel providers to change their booking pages to include the date of issue for the passport to flag up passports that would be invalid. Kirsty attempted to get a temporary passport, but the earliest appointment in London was two weeks away. She said, I was in the middle of the airport crying my eyes out. She tried to put in a complaint to TUI, asking them to make it clear to holidaymakers their issue date needs to be valid, but has been told it was, the ish- it was to be issued under the lead passenger. Kirsty said, I have been told that TUI will not give me my money back, as it is in the terms of conditions, which was right at the bottom of the email, not easy to find and in small print. Her insurance provider was unable to help and told her to contact TUI. She said, I'm not going to get my money back and I can't afford another holiday. Kirsty hopes travel providers can make it clearer when booking of the new rules since Brexit so others don't have the same thing happen to them. Hello, this is Amanda. Students nervously opened their A-level results on Thursday last week and there was plenty to celebrate from those getting their grades and their schools. At Adafield Academy, the overwhelming majority of students have secured their desired outcome as the school celebrated strong results. Principal at the Academy, Miss Mason, has praised the students for overcoming adversity during their studies. She said, 
I would like to take this opportunity to praise our Year 13 students for the manner in which they have responded to the exceptional challenges faced over the duration of their previous studies, as this is the first real exams they would have sat. Their resilience, optimism and maturity have impressed all of us at the Academy. There have been many superb individual examination successes this year for students of all abilities and we wish them every success in their next steps. Adafield Academy students have achieved an outstanding set of results showing that they can compete nationally. Congratulations to all of the students on their ex examic performance and I wish them continued success in the future. Tring School stated its students achieved a strong set of A-level and BTEC results. A school spokesperson said, students have worked incredibly hard during their sixth form years, which has required them to reconnect with face-to-face -face learning and assessment. Our students have re relished the opportunities offered to them both inside and outside of the classroom and have diligently acquired much knowledge, skills and experience, which will set them up for their success in the future. Commenting on this year's results, head teacher Sally Ambrose said, We are very proud of our sixth form students who have achieved an excellent set of results this year. They've worked incredibly hard under some very testing and challenging conditions. Overall, the grains are extremely good and reflect our continued strong academic reputation, placing us amongst the top performing sixth forms in Hertfordshire. Hello, this is Brian. Tring Park School for the Performing Arts is celebrating following the announcement of this year's A-level exam results. Nearly 60% of the students achieved A-star to B grades and 82% A-star to C, which is above the national average of 53% and 76% respectively. Dr Sarah Corran, head of sixth form, said, We are so proud of our sixth form students and the commitment they have demonstrated to achieve such strong grades in their A-levels. Our students have not only excelled academically, but as their studies include significant vocational commitments which demand their time, energy and creativity, we are particularly proud of their achievements across the board. Principal Stefan Anderson thanked the school staff team, describing them as outstanding in their support and nurturing of young people. He added, these results are a testament to their tireless dedication. The students have confirmed offers of places from top universities, including Bath, Cardiff, Royal Holloway, Warwick, Leeds and the University of Miami, as well as going on to performing arts establishments or directly into the industry. The school recently announced the retirement of Stefan Anderson following a 21-year career at the school. New Principal Simon Larter Evans will be stepping into the role in September. Simon Larter Evans said, It is a real centre of excellence for young people, and this year's results make me even more excited to be joining as principal at the beginning of the autumn term. Last but not least, students at Hemel Hempstead School have scored an impressive array of results across a number of demanding causes despite COVID disruption. The Hemel Hempstead School is celebrating a successful round of A-level results for the class of 2023. According to teaching staff, the hard-working students have secured an impressive array of results across a number of demanding courses, 
despite having one of the most disrupted school experiences due to COVID. As widely reported in the media, this year's results see the government realise its desire to see grades return to those typically seen before the pandemic disrupted learning and exams. Among the success stories were Tom Baker securing A-star grades in mathematics and chemistry. Tara Fahi, Joshua Lee and Sanli Hampanijad achieved A-star grades in both mathematics and further mathematics and Deputy Head Student Joshua Lee gained three A-star grades in maths, further maths and physical education. Head Teacher Neil Hassid said, We are all incredibly proud of this cohort. They have worked very hard these last two years to secure a great set of results across a number of demanding courses. They have embodied our school values and motto and reaped the rewards of their endeavours. We wish them every success in their future careers, universities, apprenticeships and adventures. A 31-year-old man from Edgware has been jailed for more than 13 years and eight months after pleading guilty to sexual offences relating to two children in Hemel Hempstead. Michael Hargrave from Lock Crescent was arrested by officers from Hertfordshire Constabulary after a 14-year-old girl from Hemel Hempstead reported engaging in sexual activity with the man she'd met online. Although Hargreave had used an online alias, further investigations revealed his true identity and he was arrested at an address in Kings Langley on May 11th. Further investigation by detectives from the Child Online Safeguarding Team, COST, whilst he was in custody, also revealed another nine-year-old victim in Hemel, whom officers were able to safeguard. Hargreave had also been chatting to her via Snapchat using his online alias. Hargreave was subsequently charged with various sexual offences. The offences took place between January 2022 and April of this year. Hargrave met both victims initially on Snapchat and then arranged to meet the 14-year-old victim in person and subsequently committed offences against her. Hargrave was remanded to prison and appeared at St Albans Crown Court on Thursday, August 10th, where he pleaded guilty to all the charges. His sentence was extended for another five years on licence and he will be on the sex offenders register and have to abide indefinitely by the conditions of a lengthy sexual harm prevention order. Detective Sergeant Sam Jarvis from COST team said this was a good result for the team who have taken another very dangerous offender off the streets thanks to the bravery of the two victims. We will continue to identify and proactively target those within Hertfordshire who pose a sexual risk towards children. The COST team can be contacted via hearts.police.uk forward slash report or speaking to an operator in the force communications room by calling 101. Labour's new parliamentary candidate. Labour's parliamentary candidate for Hemel Hempstead has been selected and announced. David Taylor has been selected to stand as Labour's parliament candidate for Hemel Hempstead. David represented Hemel Hempstead in youth parliament back in 2001 and is now excited to have the opportunity to do so in Westminster in 2024. 
David stood as a candidate in Adafield East in the local elections this year and came within 34 voters of unseating the former Conservative leader of Decorum Council, showing the clear progress Labour are making in the area. All of David's family are from Hemel, with both sets of his grandparents moving there after the war. He is a former advisor to Gordon Brown and has spent his life helping others. He currently works for a charity helping people in some of the poorest parts of the world earn a fair wage. Speaking after his selection, David Taylor said, I am absolutely delighted to have been selected as Labour's parliamentary candidate for Hemel Hempstead. All of my family is from Hemel and I want to do everything I can to help people here struggling with the cost of living crisis. As your MP, that would be my first priority. I have already met with a wide range of charities and community groups working on the front line to identify ways I can support their brilliant work. I will join them in rolling up my sleeves and getting stuck into the communi community response to the crisis. I would like to offer my heartfelt thanks to the Labour Party members in Hemel Hempstead for putting their trust in me. The Tories are holding Hemel Hempstead back and I will be working hard, listening to local people and making the case for electing a Labour MP and a Labour government. General election. The next election is scheduled to be held no later than the 24th of January 2025, with Parliament being dissolved no later than the 17th of December 2024. However, an election campaign running over the Christmas and New Year period is unlikely, so most political pundits expect the election to take place in 2024. Rishi Sunak has been reportedly urged to hold an election in the spring. A man was arrested on suspicion of assault in connection with an altercation inside a property in Hemel Hempstead. The incident took place on Tuesday, August 15th, inside a home in Musk Hill, just before 1am. Hertfordshire Constabulary states that no one was injured during the clash and it is believed that the individuals involved knew each other. A 40-year-old man from Hemel Hempstead was arrested on suspicion of assault without injury. He has been released on bail whilst an investigation is ongoing. Also, the police force has identified an individual who may be able to help with its inquiries. After the fight, a woman left the home and headed on to Honeycross Road before flagging down the driver of a car and calling the police. She has described the car as a burgundy-coloured car and the driver was described as a black man, aged in his late 30s with a small goatee beard. Detective Constable Lucy Killams, who is investigating, said, We are looking to trace the driver, who we understand spent some time with the victim, as he may have some important information to help progress our investigation. If this was you or you have any further information, please email me at lucy.killams at hearts.police.uk. You can also report information online via www.hearts.police.uk forward slash report. Here is some guidance from the government relating to the GP reception team. There are now more ways to make an appointment or get help and advice from your GP practice. The introduction of over 29,000 new health and care stuff means more patients will get the care they need from the right health professional first time, rather than always seeing a GP first. 
These expanded teams work under the supervision and guidance of GPs. This also has the benefit of freeing up more GP appointments for those who really need them, helping to tackle the 8am rush. However, you get in touch with your practice by telephone, in person, or using a form on the practice website, a member of their specially trained reception team will ask, in confidence, some questions about your condition. These specialists are trained to know about the range of services and health professionals available in your area. The information you give and questions you answer help determine which health professional is best suited to help you, and it may not always be your GP. For example, if you have a muscle or joint condition, you could be seen by a physiotherapist. No matter how you get in touch with your GP practice, you can trust your reception team to get you the right care from the right health professional. This week in history, August 24, 2006, the International Astronomical Union redefined the term planet such that Pluto was then considered a dwarf planet. On this day last year, Thames Water, which supplies 15 million people, put a hosepipe ban into place. August 25, 1978, the Shroud of Turin went on show for the first time on the high altar at St John's Cathedral in Turin. August 26, 1936, the BBC transmitted the first high-definition television pictures introduced by its announcer, Leslie Mitchell. More than 7,000 people queued to see the pictures from Alexandra Palace on sets at the Olympia radio show. On this day last year, the Duke of Sussex rode to victory in an annual charity polo tournament in Aspen, Colorado, with commentators praising his superstar play. August 27, 1966, Francis Chichester left Plymouth in Gypsy Moth Forth on his single-handed voyage around the world. On this day last year, the Prince of Wales edited an edition of British African Caribbean newspaper, The Voice, featuring interviews with Baroness Doreen Lawrence and Idris Elba to mark its 40th anniversary. August 28, 1988, 33 people died when three Italian Air Force jets collided during an acrobatics display at Ramstein in West Germany. August 29, 1930, the Rev. William Spooner, who gave the world Spoonerisms, died. A burglar who was wanted for several offences in Three Rivers was arrested after an off-duty police officer recognised him in a Hemel supermarket. Mark Butler, aged 30, of no fixed abode in the decorum area, appeared at Hatfield Remand Court on Wednesday 16th of August, where he pleaded guilty to charges of non-dwelling burglary, theft from motor vehicle, attempted theft from motor vehicle and fraud. Later the same day, he was sentenced to a total of more than eight months, 36 weeks, in prison and ordered to pay compensation to three of the victims. Following the offences which occurred in March and May this year, Butler was identified as a suspect and became wanted by police. On Monday 14th of August, an off-duty police officer based in Three Rivers was shopping in Aldi 
on Maylands Avenue in Hemel Hempstead when he spotted Butler in the store. He made the call to police and colleagues from Decorum's Operation Scorpion team arrested Butler a short time later. The burglary and theft from motor vehicle charges relate to two separate incidents at a block of flats in Ovaltine Court, Kings Langley. In the early hours of Wednesday 15th of March this year, Butler gained entry to the flat's underground car park and stole two drills, drill bits and loose change from a Nissan van. On 20th of May this year, Butler returned to the underground car park and smashed the window of several vehicles. From a Vauxhall, he stole golf court clubs, loose change and a set of keys. From a Mercedes, he stole a wallet containing bank cards and a pair of sunglasses. He also smashed a window of a Nissan, but nothing was taken from the vehicle. The fraud charges relate to the use of bank cards stolen during the theft from motor vehicle offences. CCTV inquiries confirmed that Butler later used the stolen bank cards to purchase items at Euro Food and Wine in Beechwood Rise, Watford. The bank later reimbursed the victim. Detective Constable Rob King from the Three Rivers Local Crime Unit said, This case just goes to show that as police officers we are never off duty. Even when we're running errands on our rest days, we're scanning our surroundings for anything or anyone that seems suspicious. I'd like to publicly thank the off-duty police officer who spotted Butler and called it in, as he had been wanted by us for some time, despite numerous arrest inquiries. Thanks to their, thick, quick, thanks to their quick thinking, we now have a positive outcome for our victims, and they can move forward knowing justice has been delivered. I hope this sends a strong message to those who commit crime in Hertfordshire. We're always watching, and you never know when or where we'll catch up with you. What is the ULEZ? That's U-L-E-Z. From the 29th of August 2023, the ULEZ will be expanded to create one single zone across all London boroughs to help clear London's air and improve health. Nine out of ten cars seen driving in outer London on average days meet the ULEZ standards, so most people will not need to pay a charge. But if you drive a petrol vehicle over 16 years old, or a diesel vehicle over six years old, you need to check if you're affected. The easiest way to check is online at tfl.gov.uk forward slash check hyphen your hyphen vehicle. For more information on the ULES expansion, including an interactive map to check your postcode, visit tfl.gov.uk forward slash ULES-2023. ULES is set to be expanded across all London boroughs from the 29th of August this year. Poor air quality is having an impact on the health of Londoners and road transport is a major contributor to air pollution. Of the 500,000 Londoners living with asthma, more than half live in the outer boroughs. With these areas soon to be covered by the expanded ULES, Sarah Walnuff, CEO of Asthma and Lung UK, the nation's lung charity, says it will make a huge difference. Over half those with asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, tell us that polluted air is a trigger for their symptoms, she explains. Children are particularly vulnerable to air pollution, according to Sarah, as their airways are smaller and still developing, 
and they are often closer to the ground and more exposed to vehicle or exhausts. Older people are also disproportionately affected by air pollution. It can lead to asthma attacks as well as COPD flare-ups and aggravations that can lead to hospitalisation. Air pollution can cause conditions such as heart and lung disease and lung cancer and there is emerging evidence linking poor air quality with asthma, dementia, low birth weight and type 2 diabetes. Describing it as a public health emergency, Sarah praised the decision to expand the ULES, acknowledging that air pollution is not just a central London problem. We can be absolutely clear that air pollution is a problem in the outer boroughs. We know hundreds of thousands of people in outer London are living with a chronic lung condition and they tell us that toxic air impacts their health. They should be able to breathe clearer air too. Do you live in Leverstock Green? Leverstock Green and surrounding res area residents are invited to give feedback for the St Albans Draft Local Plan consultation at Leverstock Green Village Hall on Friday 8th of September. Officers from St Albans and District Council will be in attendance to listen to feedback and answer questions between 2 and 8pm. The consultation will help shape and influence St Albans and District Council's long-term plans for the improvement of the district's infrastructure, tackling climate change and heritage prote protection up to 2041. This consultation will be of particular interest to residents living in the eastern side of Hemel Hempstead. Drop-in sessions for key services in Decorum. Decorum Borough Council are holding drop-in sessions where you can meet the key services, get help and advice or discuss any issues affecting you. Several teams will be on hand to assist you, including members of the housing team, community safety team and clean, safe and green. Osborne, the housing repairs contractor, will also be at the events to talk to tenants and leaseholders. The sessions will happen at the Forum, Hemel Hempstead, on Friday 8th of September, 10am to 4.30pm and Wednesday 13th of September, 10am to 1pm. There will be a children's corner and refreshments, so please join in and share your views. Detectives investigating a burglary in Berkhamsted are releasing images of some of the stolen items as part of their continuing inquiries. The incident happened between 11.45am and 3.15pm on Saturday, August the 5th at a property on North Road and numerous items of jewellery were stolen. Detective Constable Karina NG from the local crime unit said, Our inquiries are continuing and I am appealing for anyone with information or CCTV footage to please come forward. If you have any information at all which might help, please get in touch by emailing me at karina.ng at hearts.police.uk. A planning application has been submitted to extend a luxury car showroom. Aston Martin in Lay Hill Road, Bovingdon, wants to extend its external floor area by 369 square metres. If approved, the new workshop showroom will have a minimum inter internal height of 5.2 metres, according to the application submitted on August the 9th. 
For the extension to be carried out, the proposal involves the agreed purchase of part of the adjacent Bovingdon Brickworks site from E.H. Smith Limited, on whom notice will be served. The design and access statement submitted to Decorum Borough Council has said the extension should create three to five new jobs. Aston Martin has said the extension is needed for the company to provide services for future electric vehicles and hydrogen-powered models that will almost certainly require separated work areas. It added that more storage is also needed for its heritage and new era cars. The Bovingdon site was appointed as one of 12 worldwide Aston Martin heritage partners in 2004. Now we come to the information slot. This is followed by the obituaries, what's on and any more news. In today's fast-paced digital world, access to technology has become an essential aspect of daily life. However, many individuals, particularly older people and community groups, face challenges in navigating modern technology. This is where the digital champions come into play. These dedicated volunteers give their time and expertise to support their communities in various digital endeavours, fostering digital inclusion and creating a more connected society. In addition to aiding specific community groups, digital champions play a crucial role in helping older people bridge the digital generation gap through programmes like Stay Connected, they patiently guide individuals in learning the ins and outs of modern technology to help with booking medical appointments, ordering repeat prescriptions, etc. Whether it is setting up smartphones, mastering video calls to stay in touch with loved ones, or exploring social media platforms, digital champions instill confidence and unlock new possibilities for older people. If you're interested, contact the Volunteer Centre. You can call on 247-209 or email volunteering at communityactiondecorum.org.uk or pop in to see us in the Roundhouse, the round building outside Boots in Hamilton Centre. We're open Monday to Friday, 10am to 3pm. News from Hertfordshire Libraries. Hertfordshire Libraries have a great selection of large print and talking books in all our libraries ready for you to read. We would be delighted to welcome you to our libraries in person to browse our collections of stock. Library members can place reservations for titles across the county and this service is free if you are blind or have any disability. Just a few of the recent titles. A Child of the East by Jean Fullerton in large print. Down to the Wire by Andy McNabb in large print. 56 Days by Catherine Ryan Howard in large print. Because You Loved Me by Beth Morgan in large print. After the Fall, Charity Norman, large print. The Writing Retreat by Julia Bartz, a talking book. The Dance Teacher of Paris by Suzanne Fortin, a talking book. The Dead Men by J.C. Harvey, a talking book. Frost at Midnight by James Henry, a talking book. And a non-fiction book, Braintenance, Make Healthy Habits and Reach Your Goals, by Julia Povey, a talking book. 
Are you using our online ebook and e-audiobook collection? This is available for free via BorrowBox for all library members. BorrowBox has a range of accessibility features and plenty of new and exciting titles to choose from. One feature ideal for visually impaired users is compatibility with Apple's voiceover functionality. BorrowBox utilizes the built-in screen reader to provide meaningful auditory descriptions of each on-screen element and enables everyone to experience the joys of books and storytelling. For more information about our stock and services, please visit our website, hertfordshire.gov.uk forward slash libraries, or telephone our inquiry team on 0300 123 4049. Just one obituary in the Gazette this week for Kenneth Roy Peplow, who passed away peacefully at home on the 9th of August 2023, aged 95 years. Adored husband of the late Megan, loving dad to Ian, Scott, John, Neil and Sue, and a special grandfather and great-grandfather. The celebration of Ken's life was set for the 25th of August at Aylesbury Vale Crematorium. May he rest in peace. And now we come to what's on. Universal Pictures present Till. It's rated 12A. On Tuesday 5th of September at 2pm and there's another performance at 7.30pm. Tickets are £5 at the Old Town Hall, the Old Town Hall in the High Street, Hemel Hempstead, HP1 3AE. Till is a profoundly emotional and cinematic film about the true story of Marnie Till Mobley's relentless pursuit of justice for her 14-year-old son, Emmett Till, who, in 1955, was lynched while visiting his cousins in Mississippi. In Mamie's poignant journey of grief turned to action, we see the universal power of a mother's ability to change the world. And now some trivia... The film uses 27 years' worth of research by Keith Beauchamp, whose efforts led to the reopening of Emmett Till's case by the United States Department of Justice in 2004. Box office inquiries, phone 228091 or othboxoffice at decorum.gov.uk. Films at the cinema this week include Past Lives, a drama, Disney 100, Cinderella, a fantasy animation, Red Shoes, The Next Step, a drama, Scrapper, a comedy drama, Theatre Camp, a comedy, The Dive, a thriller, The Blackening, a comedy horror, Blue Beetle, an action movie, Strays, an animation comedy, Haunted Mansion 2023, a comedy, Grand Turismo, based on a true story, an action movie, Meg 2, The Trench, action, Barbie 2023, a comedy, Oppenheimer, a drama, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one, an action film. All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. Music. 
Friday the 1st of September, 7pm for 8pm, the David Broad Trio at Fishery Wharf Cafe, Fishery Road, Boxmoor, HP11NA. Traditional American music, ragtime, gospel, swing, blues and country. Tickets £15.40 from wegottickets.com. Also Friday the 1st of September, 7.30pm to 10.30pm, Jazz at Nettledon Church, St. Lawrence, C of E Church, Church House, Nettledon, Hemel Hempstead, HB1 3DQ. TJ Johnson is widely considered to be one of the UK's most charismatic, highly revered jazz and blues singers. He is also a hot piano player and a respected band leader. Tickets £20 in advance from email netteldonjazz at icloud.com. Saturday the 2nd of September, 7.30 to 9.30pm, Berkhamsted Choral Society at St Peter's Church, Church Lane, Berkhamsted, HP4, 2AX. Berkhamsted will be joined by Chorleywood Choral Society to perform Mozart's Missa Brevis and other choral classics. Live choral music at its best. Tickets £17, under 18 free in advance from ticketpass.org. Comedy. Off the Curb present John Richardson in warm-up on Wednesday the 6th of September at 5 o'clock. There are only a few tickets left at the Old Town Hall, High Street, Hemel Hempstead, HP1 3AE. One of the most individual, accomplished and hilarious stand-ups, John is best known as the team captain on Channel 4's Cats Does Countdown, as well as the host of his critically acclaimed show, Ultimate Worrier, which sees John address anything and everything that worries him. John also starred in the sitcom Meet the Richardsons, written by Lucy Beaumont and Tim Reed, which received record-breaking figures for Dave Channel across the series. Constantly in demand for TV and radio, John's most recent TV credits include co-hosting The One Show, as well as appearances on Have I Got News For You, Live at the Apollo, Would I Lie To You and Taskmaster. John can also be heard on his new podcast, John Richardson and the Future Noughts, where John takes Mark Stevenson and Ed Gillespie through his daily worries from food to climate change. Box office inquiries, telephone 228091. Website is othboxoffice at decorum.gov.uk. And some more theatre news. 42nd Street is on at Milton Keynes Theatre from August the 28th to September the 2nd. The all-singing, all-dancing Broadway classic comes to Milton Keynes with an array of toe-tapping songs and a cast featuring Samantha Womack, Faye Tozer, Michael Prade and Les Dennis. Numbers include We're in the Money, Lullaby of Broadway, Shuffle Off to Buffalo and I Only Have Eyes for You, as well as the title song. 42nd Street is a timeless and inspiring showbiz fairy tale that combines breathtaking tap dance routines, backstage intrigue, classic romance and delightful comedy. For tickets, visit atgtickets.com forward slash Milton Keynes to book or for more information. And also, 
The Threepenny Opera will be performed at the Roman Theatre in St Albans from August 31st to September the 6th. It's a bumper day at the beggary business, and while notorious London gangster Mac Heath, also known as Mac the Knife, is newly, if unfaithfully, married to Polly Peachum, her father is not too happy about it. Mr Peachum, head of London's Beggar Mafia and proprietor of the shady establishment The Beggar's Friend, is certain Mac Heath will affect his nefarious but profitable pickpocketing and begging business, so he decides to get Mac Heath out of the way without fully realising just how well the gangster is connected. The riotous production of Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill's Classic is presented by theatre company Ovo. Visit ovo.org.uk to book. Audio described theatre outdoors. Rounding off the summer with some theatre outdoors. On Saturday, 2nd of September, there's an audio described performance of Macbeth at Shakespeare's Globe or the musical La Cage au Folle is audio described at Regent's Park Open Air Theatre. Whichever you choose, fingers crossed for good weather. Tickets online at openairtheatre.com or telephone 033-400-3562. Musical Theatre. Legally Blonde, the musical. On Tuesday the 5th of September to Saturday the 9th of September at 7.30pm with an additional matinee at 2.30pm on Saturday at the Court Theatre, Station Road, Tring. HP 23 5QY. Based on the novel by Amanda Brown and the hit movie of the same name, Legally Blonde, the musical, chronicles the journey of the famously perky Elle Woods, a fashion-savvy UCLA sorority girl who finds her life turned upside down when she is dumped by her boyfriend, Warner. In an effort to prove to Warner that she is more than just some blonde sorority girl, she follows him to Harvard Law, where she struggles to fit in and do well. Ultimately, she defies expectations and manages to stay true to her delightfully pink personality. To book, go online at courttheatre.co.uk. Tickets from £13. Dance Theatre. The Ballet Vine Company at the Vine Theatre in Berkhamsted, HP4 1EH, on Saturday the 2nd of September 2023. The Vine Theatre is delighted to welcome back the exceptional Ballet Vine Company for its summer gala, with dancers drawn from the local community who are now following their path towards a professional career in dance. Currently training at international vocational colleges, each dancer returns to the Vine Theatre twice a year to present a summer and winter programme of classical ballet and contemporary works with the company. In this programme, audiences will have the unique opportunity to enjoy the progress of these young dancers as they perform traditional and new works, especially choreographed for this evening. Act 1 is the new work, Cuban Dancers, while Act 2 includes individual and group interpretations from the well-loved ballets Romeo and Juliet, Onegin, Swan Lake, Carmen and Don Quixote, as well as solo contemporary works. Tickets available through the website vinearts.co.uk.
museum and gallery tours in September. There is another opportunity to see portraits of dogs from Gainsborough to Hockney exhibition at the Wallace Collection with a free audio describer, Carly Allen. Book a place on the free tour on Tuesday 26th of September at 10.30am. For entrance tickets and to book a place on that tour, call 0207 563 9539 or wallacecollection.digitickets.co.uk The Farmers Market in Hemel Hempstead Old Town is held every Friday from the 12th of May to the 29th of September, midday to 6pm. Offering a variety of high quality and delicious items, there is bound to be something to tempt you. The market hosts stallholders who are committed to producing the most delicious food and drink items. Run by food lovers, filled with experts in their foodie field and attended by connoisseurs who truly appreciate quality and enjoy indulging their taste buds. Contact email hemeloldtownfarmersmarket at gmail.com Phone 07432 085934 Web facebook.com forward slash Hemel Old Town Market. Ashridge House Sculpture Garden. For the first time, the stunning gardens at Ashridge House in Hertfordshire will play host to a sculpture exhibition showcasing the work of internationally renowned and emerging sculptors. Running from the 31st of July to the 24th of September, 2023, the Sculpture Garden is a celebration of contemporary and traditional art and will feature internationally acclaimed artists such as Giles Penny, Diane McLean and Jenny Pickford. Set within 190 acres of Grade 2 registered grounds that incorporate formal gardens and fairy tale woodland, the exhibition is an opportunity to go on a journey of discovery. From sculptures that nestle humbly into their natural environment to bold pieces that juxtapose the summer scenery. And now some local football news. Hemel Hempstead Town had two straight defeats to digest this week as their initially promising start to the season came to an end. The Tudors lost 2-1 at home to Weymouth on Saturday, just four days after losing by a similar scoreline at Farnborough Town, meaning they've now won two and, a, two and lost two of their opening four games. And speaking after Saturday's defeat, Tudor's first team coach, Marez Betash, said the host paid for not being clinical enough in the final third. He told the club's YouTube channel, it's never nice to lose a game of football, especially in front of our own fans. For large parts of the game, we've done really well, but once again, we're putting in, getting into that final third where we're not tucking away the chances and are allowing the opposition to stay in the game. In the last two games, we've been punished and we're left huffing and puffing, trying again and the doors keep locking. So we have to have a hard look at ourselves personally, I think. The boys are doing everything right, box to box, but it's just those fine margins that are letting us down at the moment and we need to regroup. It's only four games in, so it's not doom and gloom. We are creating the chances, we just need to put them in the back of the net. Hemel now prepare for a double header over the bank holiday weekend with the visit of Maidstone United this weekend and then a trip to Western Supermare on Monday. 
No team in the National League South has a 100% record from their first four games. Anyone can beat anyone in this league and every team has a weakness that can be exploited. But the gaffer and management team are being relentless in terms of their work behind the scenes and I'm pretty sure that with, with the way that we're playing we'll get more points than if we're not playing like that. We've had a lot of injuries and key bodies missing, but that's why we've got a squad and we trust them to come in and fill the void because you have to keep up to speed at this level. A reminder for those interested in more sports news. On Saturday afternoon, Three Counties Radio broadcast on FM 103.8. Hearts Radio are on FM 97.6. And Talk Sport are on medium wave 1089. Monday 28th of August is a bank holiday and there are bank holiday collection changes. Bin collections will be one day later next week due to the bank holiday on Monday the 28th of August. Collections will return to normal from Monday the 4th of September. Continuing with the bank holiday, Carnival Street Fun. A staple August bank holiday activity for many of London's ultimate street party will light up West London with dancing, floats and music once again in celebration of London's Caribbean and West Indian community. Running across the bank holiday from Saturday August 26th to Monday August 28th, the festival's first day focuses on the UK National Panorama Steel Band competition, which is a ticketed event. The festival's second day has a family focus with a children's parade and carnival, while Monday, August 28th, is the main event full of colourful outfits. All, all creatures great and small were having their vital statistics recorded at Whipsnade Zoo this week. The annual weigh-in is a vital part of the care of the 10,000 animals at the zoo, helping make sure zookeepers and veterinarians keep track of their health and well-being. European brown bears Minnie, Mana and Naya were taking part for the first time since their arrival at the zoo in April, along with four-month-old endangered Prowalski's foal Lujin. Six-year-old Hippo Hodor stepped onto an industrial-sized set of scales while the conservation zoo's smallest inhabitants, including critically endangered deserters wolf spiders, needed extra sensitive equipment to weigh them accurately. All the animals' weights and measures are recorded in a shared database called the Zoological Information Management System, which helps zookeepers around the world compare important information on thousands of threatened species. Head of Zoological Operations Matthew Webb said, All of the animals at Whipsnade Zoo are weighed and measured regularly, but the annual weigh-in is an opportunity to review the information we've recorded and ensure it's up-to-date and accurate. With so many animals with different personalities, zookeepers have to come up with creative tactics to entice them onto the scales. From luring 1,150 kilo rhinos onto scales in exchange for their favourite veggies, to encouraging our ring-tailed lemurs to bounce into them for a delicious slice of sweet potato. As well as a gauge of the animal's well-being, keepers can use their regular weight checks and waist measurements to identify pregnant animals. 
important information for their care, as well as for their species, as many are threatened in the wild and part of vital collaborative conservation breeding programs. Three people suffered injuries that required hospital treatment during a major six-vehicle collision on an A-road near Hemel Hempstead. On the 21st of August, on the southbound carriageway of the A41 between Hemel Hempstead and Kings Langley, a crash occurred. Hertfordshire Constabulary believes six vehicles were involved and has confirmed that a Mercedes Tipper HGV and a black Peugeot were two of the vehicles. All three occupants of the Peugeot were taken to hospital. A man and a child whose injuries are not described as life-changing or life-threatening. They were taken to hospital in an ambulance. A 44-year-old man from Ilford, Greater London, was arrested on suspicion of causing serious injury by dangerous driving and remains in custody. Sergeant Alex Ward from the Road Policing Unit said, Our, our inquiries are continuing and we are appealing for any witnesses to please come forward. If you were driving in the area and have a dash cam fitted, please check it as it may have recorded some crucial footage to assist our investigation. I would also like to thank the public's patience as the road remained closed for several hours while our officers carried out crucial work at the scene. People can report information anonymously by contacting the independent charity Crime Stoppers on 0800 555 111. We are coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are 6.05am and 8.03pm. Don't forget, for those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemel.org.uk. If you wish to listen on Alexa, say, Alexa, open the talking newspaper skill. Alexa will ask which broadcast you want to listen to. Follow this with Play the Decorum Talking Newspaper. If Alexa offers you the wrong broadcast, just say no and try again. Remember, for those listening on memory sticks, information on local amenities and services follow after the final music of this recording of the news. Please remove your memory stick from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Seal it up carefully, turn the label over and post it back to us at the Adifield Community Centre, the Queen's Square, Hemel Hempstead, HP2, 4EW, using any Royal Mail post box. No stamp is required. Thank you for listening. Until next week, it is goodbye from all your readers, the editor and Martin, your technician, for this week.